some things just literally can't be done without a meeting. Like some things just, you can't resolve them by email. Hello, professionals, and welcome back to another episode of the Professional-ish Podcast. This week, we are going to be talking about meetings. Myth or fact, this meeting could have been an email. Over to you, Jordan. I just got to say, I love how you titled this episode. Um, it Because <laughs> I think so many people hate meetings, and you've got the camp of people who love them, and then the camp people who hate them, and they're very like, team no meeting, team meeting, and it's like divisive almost. Mm. It's almost like Twilight or, I don't know, whatever major <laughs> kind of like team this, team that. Mm. And so the fact that you started with a myth or is it myth or fact, it's priceless. Um, some things just literally can't be done without a meeting. Like some things just you can't resolve them by email. So surprise, surprise, we're talking about meetings today. Um, <laughs> the original idea of a meeting is good and there's a right intention there. And so the way that we see meetings, Rachel and I, are like there is a purpose to them. There is an importance to them. And I think kind of the secret sauce is that you have to do them well to be mm -hmm. effective. And yep. there's ways to not do them well, and there's ways to do them well. And I am grateful that I have been on the side of meetings have been executed in a way that there's intentionality and everything is thought out in all the logistics of it. And you don't have a whole lot of small talk, you kind of just get to it and you get it done. But I know that there's a lot of people out there who have that internal eye roll of just the background that they may have professionally on meeting. It's like, oh man. Um, but <laughs> they they are they are a thing in the working world, and I think that's totally fine. Well, I have a hot take on meetings. This is what I have personally observed myself. Um, if your employer or boss is hosting a lot of meetings, it may be because you slash and or other staff are consistently not reading and implementing important emails. Thus, the meetings have to take place because they're forcing the employees to at least show up and pretend to listen. That's my hot take. And yes, I do have an attitude about it. Well, it's just interesting and funny, whatever word you want to insert there, because I'm the person who, for for the most part, I think for like pretty much most of the time, if I receive an email, I need to be a recipient of the email. And so therefore, I read it line by line. I make sure that I have all the information. And so the fact of like the idea of not reading an email and not really zoning in on what I need to like, what my takeaway is. It just, it's, it's funny that you bring that up of like the reason, like the only reason for that specific meeting is because no one read the emails and therefore now we are here. It just, I, I never consider that because I'm the one who reads the emails. But am I wrong? Am I wrong? So I think this, I think this whole point is if you would like to avoid additional meetings, consider 
uh, reading your email. your email and doing your job properly. Ooh. So that's that's personal opinion, hot take. Yes. If, if you are receiving emails, you should probably at least skim it to see if it's relevant to you. Moral of the story, read your emails. Yes. <laughs> Agreed. Okay, Jordan, would you like to um, would you like to start talking about our first sort of topic here, types of meetings? Yes, I would. And their purpose, I guess. I think the basic, and this isn't like the end all be all, this is just the foundational. The first type is to simply communicate something and basically to get everyone on the same page. In my mind, it's the first thought I have is that it's to be like, hey, by the way, it could be like a, it doesn't affect your literal job and day-to-day responsibilities, but it's something you need to know. Sample that I don't think could be an email, and I'm just gonna I'm just gonna keep saying this this the entire episode. Um, you people that are saying that could have been an email, read your email, read your email, and it probably could have been an email, but not all of them. Um, so I'm thinking about a time where, because Jordan, you and I both work in a therapy office, on occasion counselors are our clinicians are um, subpoenaed to go to court. We have a number of clinicians that have never been to court, have never had to deal with court, any of those things, or the issues surrounding court legal matters. Um, While it may not be relevant and may never be relevant to some of our clinicians, they should at least be informed. And on top of that, when you are doing to kind of drive your point home, Jordan, when there is a meeting that's really about the communication, about the like the FYI, Sometimes it's really important to do that as a meeting because people have questions. And by email, you're just going to be going back and forth with 27 emails. Just go ahead and do it in person. Get it out of the way. Make sure everyone's clear and on the same page. And I think the final sub point to that, it's it's one thing to say, hey, we have something to share with you guys. But to me, if someone's going to call a meeting it implies a level of importance yes. of like, yes. I don't care if you are hiding behind your screen. I'm going to get you in person. I'm going to get you in front of me and literally tell you verbally, hey, here's something that's going on because you can't miss that. If you're not paying attention to meetings, that's on you. But you can you can miss an email. You can decide not to respond to an email or to not yes. treat the email. But if I'm in person with you, you can't not hear me out. <laughs> that is such a good point. There's a level of CYA in that. Yeah, true. That is yeah. such a good point. Yeah, I, I really like your point of it. it's an implied level of importance. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> I'm just so smart. <laughs> uh, so our next uh, point here or type of of meeting is basically an idea generator or kind of like a round table discussion where maybe there's something that is going to come up or there there's something that that's not just a yes or no question answer kind of thing it's just more of a hey whatever that idea is here's something i'm going to bring to the table here's an idea what do we all think let's chat about it and 
like once person A says something, person B can reflect on that and bring a different perspective. And there's so much that you can gain by not just having it be in your head or talking with someone like one-on-one or even through, there's something different about discussing anything in an email versus in person. And I think a meeting really gives that round table um, forum to have that conversation. 100% agree. Uh, The next is to inform uh, and basically just, you can say update on just recent news that has come out or to say, hey, here's something that has come about recently that you may not know about and everyone needs to be aware of what's going on. And like changes. Mm -hmm. This is going to make you have to act on this now. Yes. Yes. I would say these kind of meetings, at least for us, tend to be recurring because if there's an update, it's an update about something that already exists. I guess there's an implication of when I think of an form, I think that it's anything that is just new and relevant to you and something that you have to be aware of. Mm-hmm. And I think what you're saying is a lot of times it tends to be like with us, we take insurance. And mm-hmm. so it's like, hey, we already have these insurance carriers, carriers, whatever they're called. So we already have a foundation of knowledge with that. But hey, they've changed something. Mm-hmm. And so we already have the foundational like background to go off of. And you go, oh, okay, now... I need to tweak this area of my job a little bit. Yes. Yes. And I think you had said like the inform is more of something. I think you would describe it as something that action would need most likely need to be taken on. Mm -hmm. And I really like how you said that. Um, So the next type is getting approval Um, because I'm adamant. I have to get approvals for all sorts of stuff. If I have something come up that needs approval, I'll go ahead and just write it down. And just because of the type of role that I have, I have to make sure to get that sign off. And yes, I can bring it to my boss, like outside of the meeting, which if I can, um, if that works out, then I do. But I mean, to a point, I don't know how y'all feel, but if you need to get an approval for something, and your boss is super busy and are either always in meetings or tend to travel a lot for work, or maybe they work out at their home office and they're not literally in your same space, you may only get approvals from those meetings. That time of their day, week, whatever, is carved out to you and for you. Ooh, I it's, like that. It's not about a, any specific topic and the me that I'm talking about specifically is like the people bring what they have to the meeting. So it's not like a, we're talking about one specific area of the company. It's just what new things have come up. And so that is our boss has carved out time and we go around the room and okay, here's the stuff that I need from you. And it's the right space to ask our boss of that to get that back because it's not the right timing in a team meeting or talking about, I don't know, any other type of thing where it's a very specific, hey, here's what's going on. It's a specific time for all of our needs to be addressed. That's my very long-winded answer to that. 
Well, it, to your point, as you were talking, this was making so much more sense to me because I'm like, of course, it's not always an appropriate time. And my brain was like, why isn't it always an appropriate time to get approval for stuff? Because we are requesting and or using the boss, quote unquote, the boss, whomever is a supervisor, whatever, we're using their time. And to be respectful, it's, you know, you want to ask to make sure that you can use their time instead of just barging in the middle of a conversation or whatever else. That's the perfect time for us to bring these things up because it's known that, okay, this is the table is open for these needs and these requests. We have to get in-person signatures, which is why it has to be an in-person meeting. Um, and a lot of decision-making is happening like on the boss's end. So they need to be like prepared and in a mindset to be making yes or no or whatever else or not A or B, let me make up option C because I don't like those, whatever, whatever. I mean, that's, that's the life of a boss is you don't always get the, the, the luxury of giving a, like an easy answer or like mm -hmm. a quick answer. So the next one is connection. And this is not meant to be a major sub point of this. It's just simply to say, especially with so many people working from home offices, working from coffee shops, maybe they travel a lot, whatever. Um, whether it's in-person meetings or it's virtual meetings, in-person meetings are easier in this regard to have small talk at the beginning or at the end, um, but it can be a time to just be like, hey guys, like, how are you? What's going on? Um, how's your day going? And it's not a place to give your whole week-long synopsis, but it just allows you to make some inroads like interpersonally, and it's not solely. like It's it's like 85, 90% work topics. And then, you know, just a little bit of percentage on, hey, we're people too. And some of us have kids, some of us have different things going on. 100% on that same page with you. Also just furthering that kind of driving this home, I guess, is so much of the time we... Jordan, you and I work, we're communicating by text. Um, and that can be like misread or misinterpreted. And, and I feel like we've had, we've had that conversation so many times of like reading a text and being like, I have no idea what they just said to me. Like they're speaking English, but did they ask me something or were they telling me or I, I don't understand. And so in that vein of like, in that vein of connection, it can, it can really help to understand other people by seeing them, by hearing their tone of voice. Um, connection's also important for your mental health. Like we have so many people who uh, started working at our current workplace that had we not had team meetings and things, we would have little to no communication with. And it's just healthy. It's important for a positive like office culture and relationships between people. And sometimes it's also just easier for, for some people, not for all people. Some people it's just easier to have a quick conversation face-to-face -face or a quick be like a quick, um, one of our clinicians, I love when she needs something or when she's not understanding something, usually billing, she'll say, 
hey, I have a break at XYZ time. Can we do a quick phone call or can we do a quick whatever? Or can I pop over to your office? So that itself, that's a meeting because it's set ahead of time. We know what it's going to be about. Um, and it's like it is a million times more effective because it's just put on the table. It's quick. It's fast. It's just easier. Gets it resolved. Yes. It res it's resolved quickly. Um Another kind of meeting is when you anticipate things. So if we see that something is happening, there's been one or two instances of, I guess for me, it's something negative. It's not like, I guess it could be both pre-problem solving, but it's also pre-planning. So it's, it's anticipating if something big-ish is coming and what we might need to do mm, so if something yes. bad we can get on top of it but something like it could even be hey we could like let's see if we can launch another type of service or let's you know we rub shoulders with another person in the industry let's see if we can connect with them and make inroads as a partner in the community like we see something that could come of this mm -hmm. let's talk about it and make sure that we can handle this as well as possible um, another type is preparation and this is the final of these sub points um, it's all about in in my mind and again it, it could be a positive or a negative thing but it's basically giving the time for your internal staff for your employees to chat through things, get all your ducks in a row of how you're going to go about something before it goes external. So I know the Google reviews, is a, a, you know, Yelp reviews, all these different types of things are very big these days. People go online to express their experience with any given business. And if you have a bad Google review, that's something that, hey, let's meet in person to talk through what do we do about this. And conversely, I kind of was mentioning a little bit ago about like offering a new service. You need to have so, I mean, on both sides, you need to have so much internal dialogue about, okay, what does this look like? How, how does the brand continue to remain the same with this? Um, what logistics do we need to iron out? Um, what policies are we going to put in place? Blah, 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 blah. All the different logistical fine-tuning things that you need to have that roundtable discussion before it actually comes about. It's all about intentionality and just make sure that you execute to the best of your ability to, you're not just trying to make your company look good, but to like treat your company well within these various situations. I would, these are actually one of my favorite types of meetings because it, I always feel like there's enough flexibility that it's not like it's not the same kind of meetings where you go in and like this is our agenda we're gonna go a b c d e f so there's more like flexibility within it but it also feels very um like achievement oriented if that makes sense like okay now i feel prepared for this thing we've you know we've problem solved we've made decisions we're on the same page we're ready to go it's like a hype a hype meeting getting hyped up yes yeah i mean because it 
some of these things can be really exciting. Like let's say you work in the publishing industry and you're about to launch a certain book and you like believe in this book and you think it's so great. And so you're like, let's, let's like make sure this timeline is clear that whoever we need to work with to make this happen is, you know, communicating with their deadlines and communicating with copy and publishing the marketing and sales, the whatever goes into all that. Um, Cause if you have this great product to put out there and you have no internal dialogue, it could, there could be one small factor, whether it's a person forgetting or you forget to like change something on the technology, you forget to, you know, click a button. There's so much potential. Deal with it well. Yes. And as you were talking, I was thinking through, okay, why do I really like these kind of meetings? And it's my opinion that these can be a real anxiety reducer. And out of the different meetings we've talked about before, I'm like, I'm always wanting to anticipate things. And I've worked with many different kinds of people, as have you. And there, there are times when, like, for you, Jordan, you're a very good communicator. And it's very, like, black and white for you. So I really, I know what to expect. And then we have other people that it's not black and white. It's very like colorful. Rainbow. And exactly. It's like that can be wonderful. But there are some times when you're like, I don't just, you know, let's line those colors up. And we need, <laughs> we need people to know what to expect. So do you want to wrap up our final little thought of this point? Yes. Yes. So in our, um, in our kind of talks about this episode, uh, what we came to find is these meetings can include projects they can be ongoing tasks but the basis stays the same i think in addition to to that point it's to basically say you can have a series of meetings or two meetings on a one-off project in addition to these ongoing tasks and things that come up so if you there could be a, a season where you have six months of meetings to launch a book, I mean, book, oh, that yeah. process lasts longer than that, but you can have a season for that. And then once that book is launched and you don't have any plans to launch anything else for a little while, you can stop having the meeting. You don't need the meeting because the, the product that you've been working on, the reason why you're having the meetings is finished. There's nothing else coming up to replace that topic. So mm -hmm. the meeting is done. So all of, out of all these types of meetings, these can include projects, they can be ongoing tasks. So let's go ahead and move on to topic number two. And Jordan, do you want to take the lead on how to set up or and or host meetings efficiently and effectively? Here is from our experience, the best recipe, if you will, for making <laughs> the cake of meetings. <laughs> I like it. There you go. Uh, so the first thing is to consider your why. And I mean, this is something that uh, one of my prior uh, employment experiences talked about a lot is like figure out what your why is. Otherwise, like what's the point? And so kind of what I said a little bit ago of if you launch a book, but it's not a regular thing, there's going to be seasons where you don't launch a book. There's your why. If there's a point of time where you don't have a book, you don't have your meeting. Your why is gone. And and to clarify, the why of the meeting, the point of the meeting, 
y'all don't need to get all existential on us. This is not the, the why of life or the why of your life. It's why are, why is the meeting being planned? Why is it being held? Why is it happening? Why is it even, yes, why is it even happening and taking place? And so just like, I mean, here we go with more analogies. The, the why is like the foundation of the proverbial house. Like you need to have the concrete before you build it. And if you don't have that, you can't build it. So you need to like going into it and like Rachel and I joke about if she were to come to me and say, hey, we need to have a meeting. I wouldn't say no, but I would say, why? And it's not to say that I'm like, oh no, that's not a good enough reason. But it's just to go, is, I don't know if there's the word is precedent, but like, is there a reason to even have this meeting? the next part of this is considering a set day and time. Decide in advance what that timing will look like during the week and have it, what whatever frequency it is, have it always at that time so that you know I can't schedule any other meeting mm-hmm. or I don't know, lunchtime or whatever during this set time because this has already been prioritized to be used for this meeting. So just make sure that you put it on the calendar what day works for people, what time works for people. If it takes a minute to kind of figure out what that looks like and you may have to move around some pre-existing things that maybe are more of a lesser priority, whatever you gotta do to make it set. I think there's something to be said for considering how important certain meetings are and for the, the ones that take top priority, top billing, those things should be set in stone. So another thing to consider are the members. Um, who is relevant to the why of the meeting and the goal of the meeting and who is not? So really consider, okay, for this topic, who are the main people who need to be a part of this? In my head, I kind of think of it as when you're considering who should be in the meeting, consider who the decision makers are and who the contributors contributors are. Exactly. Yep. I'm glad that you like made note of that. The next factor is considering the frequency. Uh, some meetings can be weekly. Some can be every other week, uh, monthly, bi yearly, biannually, whatever annually. There's a whole lot of options there. And all of this is to just try it out, see what happens. You may start off with it being too um, spaced out. You may start off with it being too close together. You can always change it, but figure out, depending on what you're talking about, consider the factors in what that timing should look like. The next factor is considering the length. Here's I don't know if this is a hot take, but there can be meetings that last 20 to 30 minutes. And that's that's the meeting. So it can be as short as that. And it can be, you know, like I think a, a longer span of time is if you have a retreat and you're spending hours on some sort of, again, agenda going through various topics that are more vision focused. But I mean, those that's a that's a meeting and it's happening over a couple of days. So Mm -hmm. it can be all, you have the power with what that looks like. So the final part of this kind of how section is to consider the topics. And so a way to do this is you can create an agenda 
and to figure out what topics need to be included and what's the point of the meeting. It's some filtering out. What stuff is going on? What stuff might be new? What stuff is just a touch base? What stuff is really not that important? Or maybe we don't have an answer yet. Mm -hmm. And so maybe we can speak to and say nothing new or we just take it off. But to have an idea of what even needs to be communicated in that time. I would say this is after the why. Personally, I would say this is the most important thing because it gives the structure and the direction to the meeting. It gives that that structure and that direction that's needed for the meeting to be efficient, for it to be effective, for it to be productive. Uh, so I, I would say this is extremely important. This is like number two importance after picking the the, the why of the meeting is like the general topic, the general, I don't know, the, yeah, general topic of the meeting. And then with the agenda that you create, it's like drilling down. It's like, okay, today we're discussing billing. So what about billing are we discussing? Are we discussing updates? Are we making decisions? What, what are we doing? Topic number three or point number three, uh, meeting tips. On one hand, I could be real sassy and be like, the opposite of this is things not to do. <laughs> okay, so uh, this is the last um, portion of this episode, and we just want to give you guys some ideas. First thing is maintain consistency as much as possible. Um, there are going to be times that you will need to cancel it, you know, holidays, um, sickness. sickness, you know, a couple of things. But, I mean, we have... I think tops three times this entire year that we've canceled it. Um, always have a start and an end time. Yes, please. And <laughs> when you put that in the calendar, like have that denoted. Um, also so you can schedule stuff after the meeting and know kind of the timing of that. But it's also the idea of when you're showing up for this, you have given attendees an expectation if you only have a start time and not have an end time, what if you think it's going to be 30 minutes and it's an 11 o'clock meeting and you're thinking about lunch and whatever, and it goes for an hour or two hours and you're like, I am getting hungry, no, no, no. getting hangry. I like, am I, I going to have to excuse myself because I didn't know that it was going to be so long. And I had mm -hmm. something planned after this. It just can get awkward. Bad People start meeting. to leave. Yes, bad meeting etiquette is not setting up, not communicating clearly the expectations of the meeting. I decided to have a document that I would add to um, between each occurrence of the meeting if something came up that I didn't want to forget. Have a place and have it the same document or if it's a sticky note on your computer, if it's a notepad on your desk, I don't care how you do it, but have a place that you don't forget, hey, I wanted to ask this question or follow up on this thing because odds are in the moment you may not remember. So yeah. just be kind to yourself, be kind to those around you, and just take accountability and responsibility for what may come up in the in-between times. And something that I was um, taught at a previous position that I don't do now, well, no, I do. I do it differently. Anyways, um, basically to send out the agenda in advance. So, well, I know also you in Tuesday meetings, 
you will make an agenda ahead of a team meeting, meaning our entire staff, and you will get that approved. And sometimes it goes through multiple drafts. Things are added, things are taken away um, because decisions from our decision makers, their decisions are made that, oh, this isn't relevant or, oh, this is far more important. Um, the next thing is to have a meeting moderator. They can be a like vital, like the, the person who you denote, demote, neither of those are what I was trying to say, um, a sign. Um, you can have some, <laughs> don't have to like pray right now. That's what yes. you were trying to say. <sighs> I was like, that's none of the, designate. Anyways, let's just have the Thoris moment here. <laughs> <laughs> um, they can either be a vital part of the meeting with what you guys are talking about, or they can have nothing to do with the meeting. And they're simply like the stenographer basically of the mm -hmm. meeting. And it's, it's less interesting when you're the note taker and it's not really relevant to you, <laughs> but basically have someone. So the reason I'm saying this, um, let me make this clear. My brain went to two different places. So it's one thing to have like the host of a meeting. And it's one thing to have someone be in the meeting and sitting in on it and taking notes and having like meeting minute kind of responsibilities. And so I would assume that if you're a moderator of a meeting, you are like skin in the game with whatever the content is. Um, if you're someone who's taking notes, you may not be that person. That's why I was saying and alluding to that, but it's really good to have someone who leads it because um, I mean, this can, you guys probably just know this, at this point but if you've gotten totally off track you can have someone get you back on track mm -hmm. um and also for a timing thing if you're running over you can have someone say hey you know we only have 10 minutes left or we're already halfway through our time and we're only on the first point it allows you to really clip through have have an mc have a host so next thing is well i, I basically already covered this have someone take meeting minutes i think these are really in that same vein of why you should have a meeting moderator. Um, we really, when we were creating this, one of the things that we were discussing is to be aware and respectful of other people's time and of potentially interrupting someone. Um, me being someone with ADD, ADHD, uh, this can totally get away from me. And that's why I'm, I really respect and appreciate a meeting moderator because they are they are the one guiding and driving that meeting and setting parameters they're helping set up a structure and for me i can totally like i can interrupt and not even realize it because i'm excited about a topic or whatever else um but i also work hard to be aware of that um in that same vein if you really struggle with this have a document open on your computer or a notepad nearby to write thoughts down um, so that you're not for like I will if I have something pop up I will 100% forget it and so I have my own kind of um, work around or coping mechanisms for okay this person's talking what they're saying is important but I just had a thought and something to contribute that is also important I'm not going to interrupt them because that's not prof that's on the ish side of professional ish um and so let me just make this note so that when 
you know, when my turn comes around or, or whatever else, when it's my turn to talk, then I can be like, oh, hey, you had talked about this. I wanted to contribute X, Y, and Z, or I had thoughts about this. And it just really, it really helps the meeting be productive and be effective because then you're not just going around the circle and getting completely distracted and then talking about your dog pooped in the house yesterday. Be mindful and respectful of other people's time because you may not have a lot on your plate at the moment. Some meetings I go into and I have nothing to contribute. So our last point is one that um, that I added and this is for, it doesn't have to be for ADDers, but anyone with ADD, ADHD, um, when appropriate, feel free to utilize the tools at your disposal to enhance the meeting, to enhance your meeting experience. Like if we're having some kind of planning meeting or an idea generation meeting, or sometimes even one of the like anticipation or preparation meetings, we'll break out the whiteboard and some colorful markers because um, I need the colorful markers. My brain will not register all black writing. Make them fun. Yes. And um, sometimes it really helps. Like if you're trying to brainstorm or for me, sometimes I am trying to communicate a concept and I'm really struggling to translate it to make sense, like from my head to saying it to someone else. And sometimes I literally, Jordan, you know this, I'll, I'll be like, I'll just send you a picture of something or I'll draw it out because I don't better know how to explain it. So you utilize the tools. A meeting doesn't have to be sit down with the agenda. It can be, um, okay, let's make a list of something or let's do this. Let's do like, use your tools. If you need colorful markers to remember things, do that. I love colorful pens. Makes my life so much better. So to bring this to an end, let's revisit the let's revisit the beginning. Myth or fact, this meeting could have been an email. I would say myth. If a meeting is executed properly, then it couldn't and shouldn't be an email. Meetings have their place in the professional world. And that's why so many people and employers still have them. Sometimes it's just the most effective and productive means to an end. If you're a listener that started this episode with the belief that meetings are outdated, useless, irrelevant, take a minute to consider if you feel that way because the meetings you've been a part of were just not properly executed. Boom. Mic drop. Shabamalama ding dong. Thank you and good night. <laughs> okay, professionals, thank you again for joining us in today's episode. Um, we are here every Thursday in your headphones or through your speakers. We hope to see you again next week. And in the meantime, stay professional ish. Ding. <laughs>